0: What called us here this day? What called us to this community of justice, freedom, truth and love? What spoke to us amidst the noise of everyday life? And reminded us that to gather in community and to attend to matters of the spirit is a worthwhile path for us to choose. So good morning, good morning everybody and welcome. Welcome to Essex Church and to worship with Kensington Unitarians on this grey morning in late January. Welcome to this hour that we spend together, an hour of music and song, words and silence. I think of this as a time to reconnect. We reconnect with one another. But we also have chance to connect, to reconnect with something within ourselves, be this our own wise voice or, or our sense of that, which is divine. My hope is that there will be something in this service that speaks to you, particularly to you and to your issues. Something that might resonate with you in the week ahead. Something that might help you to make sense of the week that has passed. You know in that way that a a jar of muddy water will settle and become clear if we leave it alone for a while. Perhaps we too can experience a sense of greater clarity through spending this time together here today. So I invite you now to take a moment, take a conscious breath perhaps, and when we breathe out we can, if we want, have a sense of letting go, of anything that might stop us from being fully here in the present moment. And then as we breathe in, let's breathe in a sense of peace and connectedness. Let's allow ourselves time, time to settle. And as this chalice flame, this symbol of our worldwide progressive religious community, as it burns brightly, today may it connect us with the Chinese communities the world over whose New Year celebrations started yesterday. Our red candle symbolises the promise of this festival, the warmth of community connections and of new beginnings, new beginnings for us all so let's join in singing now our first hymn this morning it's in our old but loved green hymn book and it's number 202 have a look at uh, hymn number 202 children of a bright tomorrow let's sing cheering singers we've got singers here today
1: these words are adapted from spiritual writer Mark Nepo's book called more together than alone discovering the power and spirit of community in our lives and in the world Nepo reminds us that we can strengthen the human community one relationship at a time Since prehistoric hunters had to work together in order to survive, people have had to learn how to share both the workload and the harvest, the problems and the joys. Through the centuries, traditions have formed and complexities have grown. But the health of all community depends on how we treat each other. The Lebanese greeting, Yah, Ayuni, literally means, Oh, my eyes, or, Oh, my darling. Implicit in this ancient greeting is the recognition that we need each other to see, that one view is insufficient. Empowered by the presence of each other, the Lebanese people say, Oh, my eyes, you're here. Now we can see. This custom reminds me of how Native American elders meet in a circle not just for equity but so that each elder will have a direct view of the centre. The belief at the heart of this worldview is that the centre and the whole are not comprehensible by any one person alone. Therefore, we need everyone's view to glimpse the enduring truths of life. And so, we gather meaning, we don't choose it. Like the Xian, the mythic bird of ancient China that has only one eye and one wing, we must find each other in order to see and fly. Ya! Ayuni! Oh, my eyes! you're here, now we can see. The joyous practice of this custom that we sorely need to enliven today is to welcome other views in the belief that we need each other to be complete. The health of all community depends on how we treat each other.
0: The health of every community depends on how we treat each other. As Juliet has already mentioned, tomorrow, 27th of January, is recognised each year around the world as Holocaust Memorial Day. And this year particularly, it's marking the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz-Birkenau and the 25th anniversary of the Bosnian genocide. We're called, aren't we, to bear witness to humanity's ability to turn against itself and to, to create false divisions, false divisions based on race and religion, on ethnicity, political affiliations. The potential, the potential for genocide surely lies within the divisions we create in our minds and our hearts. So let's join in prayer, calling on that divine spirit of light and love to be with us now and to, to remind us in all the times when we might otherwise forget that our task is to stand together and to resist all human impulses to divide, to separate To build walls and to dehumanise those who are different from us, those who are other. As we mark Holocaust Memorial Day, we are called to remember the depths of our potential inhumanity to one another and to commit ourselves again and again to the building of bridges across our divisions and separations. Commit ourselves again and again to the making of connections so that we may stand together as fellow human beings. When we think we know the truth, may we remember that it is only our truth true from our perspective. And may we be ever aware that there is more to this existence than we can ever know, and be therefore more curious and gentle travellers on the paths of life. Now perhaps in our own lives, we are feeling separation from others, be that an individual or a group, let us instead imagine building bridges and dismantling walls. And let's remember our own prayer, our own power to make things better in this world and in ourselves through simple acts and small, small adjustments in our thinking. And may this day, this day, be made a little brighter and a little lighter because we exist and may it be for the greater good of all. We're going to sing now, um, oh, I, I really, really like this hymn, It's it was written by Frank Claben who was a minister here um, some time back. and. He's writing about church communities, Um, but in a way, this could be any community in our world that he is talking about. The need for living fellowships everywhere. So let's sing hymn number 174.
2: my niche. As someone who has longed to belong in the many places where I have lived, this is me, it has been a great comfort as my life has progressed to find my niche in three environments that are extremely significant to me. Life is trial and error and seeking situations and people with whom I truly feel I belong, has had its ups and downs. It took a lot of searching before I found my niche places, but I gained useful information from each apparently unsuccessful experience on the way. It is only with hindsight that I can see the constituents of what makes a niche for me. It's a matter of being able to use my talents and feel relaxed enough to try things out and discover new ones, as well as making use of what I already know I can do. For each of these places, for me, it's about the opportunity to give, knowing that all giving is just as much about receiving, and feeling the benefits of both. It is also about feeling accepted and appreciated, which wasn't the case in my background. The first time I found my niche was in my young adulthood in Guildford, Surrey. I was training to be a nurse at the time and was spiritually lost. When attending a social occasion at the Quaker Meeting House, I got talking to some women about their spiritual practice there went to the meeting for worship the next Sunday, and felt that I had come home. I felt the same when I first attended here at Essex Church, getting on for 10 years ago, I should think. The other time was more recent. As I had to stop paid work some years ago due to ill health, I have missed having a job. I have tried a lot of voluntary work, often unsatisfactorily. A friend advised me to do what I enjoy. It was hard to work out what that is and how I could apply it. On on reflection, enjoyment for me is not always about jollity or fun. A lot of the time it's about sincerity, meaningful encounters. Connection, trying to make the world a better place. A year ago, after some months of theoretical training, I did my first shift at the Hillingdon branch of Samaritans. In the branch, everyone is a volunteer and all the tasks have to be covered. I like noticing what is needed and doing something about it. Most recently... This was buying soap and milk. I also do all sorts of things to raise funds for it. That's a way of helping that's quite upbeat, so brings balance to the serious work of being a listener. Working for the common good has long been my way of life. I really like working with others in a mutually supportive environment. And my favourite way of being with people is to have a shared focus. An unexpected bonus has been having had the thought to be as kind to myself as I am to callers and actually carrying it through to a greater extent than before. Who Who is not hardened on themselves as a rule? After finding my niche, finding the places I belong, I hope you can find a niche for yourselves.
0: take the beauty of that music into a time of meditation now there'll be a a short spoken meditation and then that will lead into a a good few minutes in silence and stillness together and that will come to an end with a chime from our bell so let's settle ourselves in whatever way works best for us maybe enjoying that feeling of our feet on the floor a weight resting in a chair down to Mother Earth herself. Knowing that there are busy streets outside, but here we are together. Aware that there will be sounds in this room as there are with any gathering of human beings. But able to turn our attention inwards for a while perhaps using the steady rhythm of our breathing to help us turn inwards and to focus on what matters to us. And in this, in this time of meditation, I invite you, if you wish, to think about this idea of places to belong. Although, of course, as always in our activities here, feel free to think your own thoughts. But it's interesting to think of what it means to belong in our own bodies, our physical sense of being us. That this this is our first place to belong. And then to move our attention from the individual to the widest collective, our sense of belonging on our planet Earth home. We belong here. and We belong in the universe itself. And we belong in the many organisations and human groupings where we have connections. And there are always new places for us and new people for us with whom we can connect. So I invite you in these few minutes of stillness now to consider what it means to belong. Our next hymn is number 188, and it's called Let Love Continue Long. What beautiful words. Well, well, we all know that we know the power of toxic ideologies to turn people against one another. And we know that it starts with small seeds of discontent, an economic downturn perhaps, a country going through the changes that all countries go through. If you have a look at the Holocaust Memorial Day Trust website, which I recommend to you, it's full of stories, true stories, of ordinary people who were encouraged to turn against neighbours, workmates, friends, sometimes even their relations through marriage. Because propaganda is a clever tool, isn't it? It's an insidious method of getting inside the human mind and telling us that some some groups of people, oh they're on our side and some groups of people, hmm, they're on the other side and they should be feared and pushed away and eradicated. Now we hear quite a bit these days about hate speech and it it is rightly condemned. (coughs) But alongside hatred, (coughs) there lies indifference, a sense of separateness from certain groups of people and therefore a lack of interest in them and care for them, a lack of recognition of shared humanity. Ordinary people, ordinary people just like you and me witness the starts of genocidal behavior under the Nazi regime, in Bosnia, in Rwanda, in Cambodia, to mention just some of the 20th century's most shameful episodes. And I'm concerned that in our own society, in this day, not only are flickers of hatred being fanned into flames by certain groups, but indifference. Indifference is also there. Indifference to the fate of others. And one way to counteract both indifference and hatred is to stand together. We can stand together with others and assert that we all belong, all of us. We all belong together in the widest groupings of which we are part. We all belong to the human race. We all belong to life here on earth. And we all belong in this remarkable universe in which... We humans are a tiny and yet quite remarkable aspect of the whole caboodle. So let's observe our own senses of separation and then work to move beyond them. Let's listen out for subtle or not so subtle statements that divide. And we'll hear them, if we listen carefully, we'll hear those statements amongst our families, our friends, our work folks, and even people at church sometimes. (coughs) And what we need to do then is come up with positive statements of togetherness to counteract the divisiveness. Not to polarize further, but to bring us closer together. We have to work tirelessly, I think, in these times to challenge hatred and division in speech and in behaviour. And then let's celebrate all the places that we can belong. The many groupings that exist, the many organisations and activities that bring people together and can help us move beyond feelings of separation and isolation. And if you want to practice a sense of belonging, well, I can honestly recommend nothing better than come to church on a Sunday, pick up a tea towel here or there, hand out a hymn book, start a conversation with somebody new, or help to stack the chairs after a service. Tiny steps that actually just help us connect with another human being. Or have a chat at a bus stop when you leave here today. After the Second World War some some words began to circulate written by the Lutheran pastor Martin Niemöller and you can find them now in various versions but all of those versions the message is clear. We need to stand up for each other because someday we may need someone to stand up for us.
1: First they came to the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me.
0: Some forces can only be stopped by people who recognise their shared humanity with everyone else and who insist on standing together with others. Some forces can only be stopped by people who refuse to be divided. Some forces can only be stopped by people people just like us. Amen. And so, in the week that lies ahead, let us truly appreciate the places where we belong. And let us be the people who stand together with others that we might better tackle the tasks of justice-building and love-strengthening of which our world is so very much in need. Amen. Amen. Go well and blessed be.